And we are live. Once again, it is Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Pacific. Not specific, Pacific. It's your boy V again with another great show. I am excited as always. I'm, I'm loving these uh, interviews where we get to share some of the innards of uh, some of these entertainers, authors, uh, content creators, just people who have something within to share to all of us. And that's what Implosion is about. It's about the power within. So tonight we have a guy named Ronnie Call, country singer and a great guy. And let me go ahead and give you a bit of his bio and we'll bring him in. Uh, Ronnie Call, born Ronald James Call on January 11th, 1974 in Mount Clemens, Michigan. He uh, moved from Smoky Mountains of North Carolina with his parents in 79 and continued his education in Tus Tuscola High School while holding down two jobs. With a musically talented family, Ronnie loved, Ronnie's love for music, particularly the guitar, was nurtured by his stepfather and his uncles. It was his job at a dinner theater where he learned about sound and light systems that ignited his passion for the music industry. He began performing alongside with an Elvis impersonator known as Roger Perry, his colleague at the theater, and soon they opened shows across the United States. Ronnie later branched out independently in the music industry while maintaining a strong friendship with Roger. He also formed the duo, quote, Country Soul with a friend, gaining recognition in a small town in 2009, they participated in CMT's Can You Do It? Can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do it? <laughs> and even had their segment aired on CMT. They featured in a commercial with an original jingle from GAC. Outside of music, Ronnie is known for his philanthropic work, supporting causes like Make-A-Wish Foundation, St. Jude's Children's Hospitals, Shriner, Relay for Life, and the Susan G. Coleman Foundation. He received a community service award for his mayor, Pat Smathers of Canton, North Carolina, for his dedication. Professionally, Ronnie is a Nashville recording artist, singer, and songwriter. He recorded two original songs with the Sim Records in Nashville and with the national release of Today, Anticipated. Ronnie's self-titled debut single was released in 198. <laughs> well, let's try it again. Released in April of 18, 2014, and he was in the studio working on his first full CD scheduled to release this fall. That fall, excuse me, in 2014. Notably, Ronnie has opened for prominent country music artists like Brian White, Jeff Bates, James Otto, and many, many more. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me go ahead and introduce you to Mr. Ronnie Cole. Hey, Ronnie, how was it hey, going today? <laughs> great, great, man. Good. good, good. Thank you so much for coming to hang out with me tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Sure. So one of the main questions that we ask every artist or whoever that happens to uh, talk to me is, tell us who is Ronnie Call and what you're about. Uh, 
I'm just um, just a good old boy. I, I, you know, I love I love being around in the country and uh, love my music. Uh, that's what I live for my music, play my music. Uh, weekends I spend, uh, you know, spend time with the dirt track racing. You know, I'm into the dirt track racing, uh, mm-hmm. enjoying my sport. Played played football in high school and stuff. So, uh, like you said uh, in my uh, my bio, there I was born in uh, Mount Clemens, Michigan. Moved into the uh, Smoky Mountains in in the uh, late '70s, and I and I grew up here uh, as a country boy. So, okay. All right, so Ronnie, what inspired you to pursue a career in country music as an independent artist, and how has your journey been so far? My inspiration was just, uh, you know, growing up with a musically inclined fa- family, you know, uh, as you were reading my bio there and stuff, uh, you know, my, my stepfather, I was raised by my stepfather, and, and uh, he played guitar. I grew up learning to, to play the guitar. And my uncles were, you know, play guitar and my mother and my aunt were vocals. You know, they sang on the radio when they were, you know, back in the day. And then I got older and I took a job at the uh, at a dinner theater. And what I what I grew up with and I got into the, the more technical part of the sound and the lighting and stuff. And it just tri- triggered my uh, my sense for this is this is what I want to do. That's nice. Well, I definitely want to give salutes to Miss Lena. Good evening. Also, uh, Sorez, as well as Sophia. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. All right. So country music often tells stories of life, love, and struggle. Can you share a personal story or experience that influenced your songwriting? Yeah, the, the, there's, a, there's a single uh, that I just released. Uh, not you know not long ago i wrote uh called mud jeans and uh it was an experience from what we do on the weekends and you know when i was in high school and stuff is we we souped up our trucks and uh, put big tires on them and we went out in the in the mountains or out in the fields and just tore it up you know <laughs> having a good time with our buddies and you know if we could get away with it you know kick back a few beers or whatever build a mm-hmm. bonfire and that's how that's how I come up with that song. Mud jeans is you know just uh, having a good time with some friends and four wheeling and getting all muddy and all that stuff. That's that's just why we do it. So let me ask you uh, personally: Do you feel this newer generation is missing out that they're more not taking advantage of how things used to be and they're mostly inside instead of out enjoying what God has blessed us with? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you know yourself probably growing up, it was like you didn't come in until the street light came on. Yes, uh, sir. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you start you start seeing the lightning bugs, then you was allowed to come in the house. But other than that, we was outside drinking from the water hose, yep. uh, building <laughs> ramps to jump our bikes on, you know, whatever it was at the, at the time, whatever we were, uh, where we were at or what we were doing. You know, we were always into something, and every day was a new experience. That's awesome. (laughs) So let me ask you this. Building a personal brand is essential for independent musicians. How do you define your unique brand as a country artist, and how do you set it apart from the others in the industry? 
Uh, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm so unique as uh, as I am just me, just being me, you know. My music, usually uh, my original stuff, you know, when I write and, you know, go in the studio, I'm just coming from the heart, you know, from experience. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know if that compares to, you know, a lot of other, a lot of other artists so much, or um, if it, if it makes me that much difference. <laughs> well, I definitely say just you being yourself. That's what makes you unique. So there's nothing wrong with that, my friend. Well, let's see here. Country music has a rich tradition of storytelling. Can you discuss the storytelling aspect of your songs? And how you craft narratives within your music? I craft the narratives, you know, like I said, I can, my stories come from life experiences, maybe not only myself, <clears throat> but uh, friends, family members, someone that I've seen going through something, you know, um, like we talked about the Mud Jeans song, uh, you know, just having that experience myself or somebody going through a breakup or a divorce or you know, uh, country music is, it, it is, a, it's a lifestyle and, uh, it's, it's truly a, a story. Indeed. Indeed. Um, as an independent artist, you have creative form, but you also have a greater responsibility for your career. How do you balance creative expression with the demand of self-promotion and marketing? Wow. That's that's tough. Uh, the self self promotion and marketing is a whole new ball game on its own. Uh, and sometimes you can get uh, too far into one and not far enough into the other. Uh, you know, working on creating your music and stuff, and then at the same time trying to balance that on getting people to hear it and and get it marketed and stuff like that. So it's it's definitely it's it's definitely a struggle. Uh, and I learned, it, it took me a long time trying to balance both of those to figure out that I got to have a team. It takes a team to do this. Yes, sir. I was going to ask you, do you uh, do your social media yourself or you now rely on the team to take care of that for you? I do have the, I do have a management team uh, that takes care of that for me. Uh, Pierce Media uh, and uh, Red Brick Record Company. And of course, uh, big records, uh, who I'm with now, um, uh, before that I was, uh, just doing it all on my own and I was just, it, it comes, it becomes stale. Uh, do you just come to where, uh, your outreach is so much in your hometown and everything sort of just stalls you, you get to a place if you don't have that, um, media marketing team behind you. Uh, you, you will go stale. Uh, you'll you you know you'll stop unless you're just one of those one in a million people that might get lucky. Uh, right. <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it's a struggle to to balance those two. That definitely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. Uh, let's see here. Your journey in the music industry is still evolving. What are your long-term goals as an independent country singer, and how do you envision your musical legacy? Uh, I definitely want to leave a legacy of, of my music, and, and for for many many years to come. That I, you know, I hope uh, you know my kids, and and I have two grandchildren, and uh, 
that that'll be able to listen to that and other people, uh, just like we look back on our, you know, uh, on our elders and stuff that, uh, and the the musicians that we looked up to and listened to their music. I hope to have that uh, with my music. Uh, that there's something that comes out of it that people go back to and continue to go back to for years and years. Indeed. I appreciate that. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a moment to listen to one of your songs, Ronnie. And the song we're going to listen to tonight is called Today. And ladies and gentlemen, this is Ronnie Call on Implosion with Today. This is so perfect. I couldn't imagine it any other way. Only the best for you. You promise you'll never leave me? I promise. I love you so much. I love you. (laughs) Can't believe What I read in the morning Guess you found somebody new. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. Where did I go wrong? What can I say? Today, 
Good song, my man. I like that. So that's, uh, that's one that, of those songs that tugs at your heart strings. <laughs> yes, sir. So uh give a shout out to the production team who helped you uh put that song and even the video together. Uh the video uh was, was done by Adam Phelps from Seeing Hand Productions. Uh he done that, produced that video along with uh, uh, Bethany Lear, that's uh, one of the actress in the video. And uh, I can't think, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, Robert Esther, uh, the guy that had the uh, the charger there and and come out and brought his car out and you know played the car to, played the part of stealing my girl and all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank all them. It was it was a great time, and a lot of work too from my wife in the background, to, uh, and then the, you know being behind the scenes of setting up things and stuff like that. How long did it take you to to finish that video? Uh, we we worked on it for uh, a couple of weeks. We had shot it. We had to shoot it in uh, a couple of different states uh, because of our time frame stuff. So understood understood okay if if you don't mind sharing what was the inspiration of the song this song is uh from a uh a couple that i watched to go through a a rocky relationship and they were they were really in love and and he couldn't make up his mind whether he wanted to you know be the party guy and you know mm -hmm. like it says in the song said you know loving him is going to be, you know, is uh, hard to do. And, you know, when it was too late, they were supposed to get married. And, uh, you know, once he, he picked up the paper and just realized that he, he just lost her, you know, and uh, that's the, and he found out in the newspaper about wedding, uh, a wedding thing showing up in the paper that uh, someone he was supposed to be marrying was marrying someone else. Man, that is not cool at all. <laughs> not the newspaper. Oh, geez. So this this actually adds on to the next question. Your songs often touch upon themes like heartbreak, resilience, and hope. How do you aim to connect to your audience on a deeper emotional level through your music? Uh, just, just keep telling my, you know, telling these stories, my stories, uh, you know, uh, just people I meet in general telling their stories and, uh, and just reaching out and trying to, uh, catch that emotional part of people's feelings to, to draw them in, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because what I want to do is just keep creating real music, you know, real songs. Yes, indeed. Good stuff. <clears throat> Um, so 
Independent artists often face unique challenges in the music industry. What obstacles have you encountered and how have they shaped your approach to your music career? Uh, just getting out there is one of the obstacles. Uh, that's very hard if you're going to call yourself an artist. Uh, and you know, you're going to, you're going to go for it and you're hoping to, you know, reach to that next level or, you know, get that big number one hit or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. just getting to that level is, is, is a very hard, uh, it's very hard to do, but, uh, getting there, it, it's, it's been a struggle, but what I've learned to do is it take it takes help. You got to treat it like a business and uh, everything changes once you really get serious about it. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, indeed. So have you ever been open to with collaborations? Cause they can be a powerful way to expand your reach and your creativity. Would you work with any other musicians and songwriters? Have, have you worked with any, I should ask you. Uh, most of my career, I've, I've done all of my own original stuff. I'm now mm -hmm. taking in some songs from other songwriters. Uh, and one of the partners that, uh, you know, that I worked with back in the day, uh, when, when he and I were called country soul is we were, we were mixing the old Motown and, and country side of music yeah. together. Uh, you know, we, we were mixing that sound together. I was we were doing some of the adult temptation stuff and I was adding the, the, the country flavor to that, you know, with along with the, uh, you know, the R and B and stuff. And we, we was mixing it up. That is incredible. I would definitely love to hear some of that. So you were a fan of uh, Motown music and whatnot. Being from Detroit, uh, you know, I, I grew up listening to it. Uh, love the temptations and, all, all them, yes, absolutely. I, I love uh, a lot of music. Most music, it's uh, it's great. Music is just an art period to me. And you know, it, it's funny that I'm seeing the evolution of country music is branching out so much because you got country rock and now country soul has just been presented to me. And it, that's awesome. It, it's just changing. Yeah, here in the here in the mountains and stuff, it was it was really it was a really big hit. We were doing real great. Of course, uh, you know the guy that I was working with is much older than I am, and uh, our sound that we had mixing the two together, the you know the Motown and the R and B with the country and stuff, and getting and what we called country soul, and uh, it was a uh, it was a big hit. I, w I wish we could have really taking it to another level mm. <clears throat> right here we have a question from the audience mr elliot jackson says what's more important to you being rich and famous artists or a well-respected artist with a strong following hands down i want to be respected for my for for my work my music and stuff the money uh is not uh not an object for me really it takes money to be in this business and this industry uh of course to have a team to do promotions and things like that but i, I want to be respected as an artist and and remembered for for what my music is and for what it means what it stands for 
Yes, indeed. I heard that. Um, Soul Res wants to know who are some of your early musical influences? Uh, like I said, first of all, uh, not even in my genre of music is, you know, the Temptations, uh, a lot of the Motown groups. And then, you know, as I got into the country and stuff, you know, Conway Twitty, George mm-hmm. Jones, uh, those grades like that. Randy Travis, I love Randy Travis. Uh, you know, he had uh, a stroke several years back and is unable to sing anymore. Uh, mm. But uh, I like Randy Travis and and uh, Conway Twitty and those guys like that. That's all right. <laughs> that is awesome stuff. So let's see here. Um, independent musicians often wear many hats from artist and manager to marketer and promoter. How do you manage these different roles effectively? And do you have any advice for aspiring independent artists? Well, from my experience of wearing those many hats at one point in time, uh, trying to do it all, don't try to do it all by yourself. <laughs> uh, and, uh, we, 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 we did. That's the first advice I would give is, you, you know, really, if you want to make headway just right away and just get right into it and make great progress is just go ahead and get you a team, uh, get you a team that's, uh, that's well, uh, educated on the, in the music business on all sides, uh, you know, financially, uh, copyrights producing from the studio, the whole thing, having a team behind you. Um, but I did that. I, you know, I tried the uh, managing myself and calling up venues and then uh, trying to get gigs and then going into the studio and recording. Uh, yeah, it's it's a tough road playing and, you know, playing in bars and clubs and stuff until, you know, three or four hours for a couple hundred bucks. and You know, maybe a hamburger at the end of the night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's that's not the life to live. I'm telling you. Yeah, the, the but it all comes. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, it it all comes. What I what I know and where I'm at today comes from those experiences. I guess I would have to back up a little bit and say if you don't have some of those hard knock experiences, you're not going to learn. You know, yeah. uh, and possibly be you know taken advantage of in in different aspects in the music business. That that is the importance of having a team to protect you and your brand, because like you Absolutely. said, you'll probably just get a hamburger and, and, and that's a wrap. You know, uh, Soul Rest says all of your music influences are strong storytellers. I can hear it in your work. Thank you very much. Yes, indeed. And that's what I that's what I want my fans and audience to and to hear is uh, to feel it coming from my heart. My words, my stories. That's 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 what I go for right there. I respect that. So Elliot Jackson says, How do you feel about the direction of country music related to old school country music, like some of the artists you have mentioned? Uh I just uh I don't think it has the authenticity today. Uh the same it's more commercialized. 
than it is, uh, you know, like the, the people, the artists that I mentioned, the storytellers, uh, the real life stuff. Uh, a lot of things are, you know, just scrapped up in a book and thrown together and, uh, you know, mixed and, you know, here you go. Uh, I've heard a lot of good songs, but there's, you, you know, sometimes you can't even get a good feeling from them. Mm. You know, they got a good beat. They got a good beat. They're, they're, they're produced really well. Like, man, right. this is a good jam. Where's the story going? You know, where's it at? Didn't <laughs> get nothing from that. Yes, indeed. Wow. Great answer. Got one more question before the Blast Artist Spotlight. And this is from Miss, the artist known as Lena J. Alan Jackson and Travis Tripp walk into a bar to perform. Who are you joining in to jam with? <laughs> wow. Uh, I'd, I'd have to say Alan Jackson. Alan, mm -hmm. Alan Jackson. He's uh, I've met Alan Jackson and uh, he, he's a he's a pretty great guy. And uh, just uh, no, nothing against Travis Tritt. He's a great artist. Uh, um, I love his music. Alan Alan Jackson, he he's sort of in that in that realm where you know where my thinking is is the he's the storyteller. Okay, <clears throat> nothing wrong with that at all. So we are at the midpoint. Uh, what we do here is we like to showcase a blast artist, um, and tonight we actually have one of our podcasters for the Ranch featuring Randy O'Neill. So if you are free on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out Miss Randy O'Neill at the ranch. And she interviews independent country stars throughout. So her song tonight is called The Queen of the Barstool Two-Step. Let's go ahead and check it out.
Yes, indeed. And that was Randy O'Neill with Queen of the Barstool Two-Step. What you think about that, Ronnie? <laughs> great song. Great song. She yes, sounds like she's uh, she's there to in, in there and sticking around to have a good time. <laughs> yes, indeed. So real quickly, if you're an independent artist or a spoken word poet or an up-and-coming comedian looking for some exposure, you can go to BlastMusic247.com and register for free. But listen, this is very important. We need the fans. So fans of all genre of music that want to hear great independent music, go to BlastMusic247.com and register to be a part of the revolution. So that's Blast. Music247.com, changing the industry one artist at a time. And before we go any further, we also want to let you guys know that the Broken Treasure CD with various artists will be coming out uh, sometime this month. And there'll be various artists from George Clinton to Big Mountain, The Outsiders, and even Mr. Call might even be on there. So stay tuned. We will tell you when the release date is. And the monies for the CD is going to the Education for Prevention and the Rescuing of Kids Being Trafficked. So it is important that you be a part of this revolution to help the next generation. So thank you for that. All right. George Clinton is going to be on there? Yeah, man. Parliament. <laughs> the, funk, the funk master. Yes, sir. I, so I love Miss George Clan. So we got a lot of good stuff that's going to be in there. So that's going to be a great CD. Uh, I'm forecasting. I don't know. It's, it's going to be jam packed. Where are I'm thinking maybe 20 plus. I don't know. It's going to be awesome. All right. So let's change it up a little bit, Ronnie. What is your most bizarre? or hilarious fan encounter that you've had on the road or at a show? The most bizarre. Uh, had several, several crazy fan <laughs> encounters and with, uh, uh, being on stage and, uh, so women's undergarments coming flying up on the stage or, uh, <clears throat> Was on stage one time, and 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 this lady, we was into a song, and she walks up and actually starts like tucking dollar bills in my pants pockets and in my waist belt. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was sort of crazy, but another uh, really one time I was doing uh, just in Tennessee, over in Tennessee, I was doing a show one night in a uh, in a small club, and I was doing some one of those. Uh, uh, more outlaw country type of songs and all of a sudden I hear a motorcycle crank up and the doors open there's a set of double doors to enter the place and this motorcycle cranks up and this big biker guy comes in with a big beard and everything he rides his motorcycle in through everybody and puts oh, his front tire up against puts his front tire up against the bar and holds down on the brake and just starts wailing away on the tire just smoking the tire up smoked the place up oh, it was it was crazy right it was it was horrible we had to open all the doors and windows and stop the music and clear the <laughs> building out and this old biker dude he's just standing there and just having a amazing time and the look 
his face was worth a million dollars, but man, <laughs> that was that was crazy. One of the probably cra- most crazy experiences I've ever seen. That is, that's bizarre right there. Uh, Sora yeah. said that uh, George Clinton and Randy Travis grew up not too far from each other. Is that cannot cannot cannot? Well, I can't pronounce that. So yeah, Canopolis. Yeah, in Marshville. Hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the artist known as Lena J said, not Ronnie Call making the ladies make it rain in the club. <laughs> Save a horse or ride a cowboy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Hey, whatever can make that extra few dollars, I guess. You know, old school cash up never hurt nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. All righty. So, have you ever written a song that started as a joke but turned into something unexpectedly brilliant? Actually, uh, I'm sort of working on a song about uh, I like that right now. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but it's sort of uh, just a comical thing. And I've seen several artists like, you know, Cletus T. Judd. You know, he does some of those, you know, funny things, and they've turned out to be big hits for him. I, lo- I love his stuff, but I'm working on this song. Uh, I-, I don't know if I want to say the name of the store or not, you know. Oh, definitely, uh, definitely but, keep it to when you're ready to share it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm writing this song about a, a, it's a it's a famous store down in the south here, and uh, it, it's really comical and, and great. I'm just having fun with it, and, and that's all it's meant to be, but... It can possibly have potential with today's market and music. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> well, we look forward to when that comes around. All right, now let we already got people making assumptions already. <laughs> oh my! Hey, somebody hit it on the dot. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is hilarious. Okay, okay, okay. Um. So how about this? Uh, if you could swap lives with any famous country singer for a day, who would it be and why that singer? Oh, that's a, that's a hard choice there. Uh, but I would have to say, uh, and I like his music and he, and he transitioned from uh an older school music to uh, a new music, Kenny Chesney. Uh, yeah, he 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 seems to live a pretty uh, carefree, you know, lifestyle. Uh, just being Kenny Chesney, you know, mm-hmm. telling his stories. You know, he went from the you know the the traditional country stuff to more like the. Uh, the Jimmy Buffett style, you know, the beach music type of stuff and some other stuff that he's done. But in the way he's, the way he's done that and the way he carries himself, uh, uh, the way he lives his lifestyle just is, is so carefree and just, you know, enjoys what he does to the fullest. Got it. <clears throat> okay. Not mad at that at all. Uh, let's see here. Um, if you were to create a country music themed amusement park, what attractions would it have and what would the park slogan be? 
Oh no! I don't. It, it would definitely have to have something to do with a jacked-up four-wheel drive truck roller coaster. You know, uh, of course, of course, we got to have all the old school rides too, the uh, mm -hmm. tilt the world and all that good stuff. But uh, yes, sir. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Music Mountain or something. You know. Mm hmm. <laughs> Just one of those silly questions to make you think. <laughs> 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 no doubt so what we'll do my friend is we're going to go ahead and go to your other song that you gave us and ladies and gentlemen <laughs> the fancy throwing booth really <laughs> <laughs> hey it is what it is um <clears throat> sorry the um other song is called what i like to do so ladies and gentlemen once again this is ronnie call let's go ahead and play the song indeed that was what i like to do by mr ronnie call that is a good song friend thank you tell us uh, about the production team uh those that helped produce that song in the video 
uh, uh, same producer, a uh, good friend of mine, Adam Phelps with, uh, Singham Productions, uh, out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, but, uh, you know, produced all that along with, uh, you know, myself, we, you know, we worked on a little, the, the theme for it for a little while. And then, uh, just had a lot of my, a lot of friends and, mm-hmm. and, uh, stuff like that come in to shoot the video that helped out and stage everything. And, uh, that was actually really just a good party. It was, it turned out to a real bonfire and, and a, and a, and a great video shoot. <clears throat> that, I'm assuming didn't take that long because it was real casual. So y'all was just drinking and singing, huh? That that was it. We were having a good time, and the, <laughs> the girls were dancing, and all the guys mm-hmm. were conversating with all the good, pretty girls, and yeah, it yeah, five or six hours we were wrapped. <laughs> you gotta appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> awesome stuff, man. Um, the inspiration behind that song. Uh. Just it's it's uh, the inspiration is just uh, is one of my stories of of doing you know what I like to do and you know mm-hmm. sort of somewhat of what my lifestyle's been of just hanging out with friends and partying and and you know sharing sharing the love and everything with friends and family and all that good stuff for the music. Uh, got it, got it. Good, good stuff. It was a great song. Um, Let's see here. In this day, in today's digital age, social media and online streaming platforms play a crucial role in promoting music. How do you leverage these tools to connect to your audience and build a loyal fan base? Uh, I like to I like the social media for the to. Uh, I think it's very important as far as. Uh, you know, letting people know where you're going to be performing and, uh, you know, putting your content out a little bit, but I'm old school. I like to, you know, I, I think the, the live shows, uh, mm-hmm. are, you know, more up and up close and personal. Uh, mm-hmm. you get to meet the fans, you know, they, uh, they get to, you know, a lot of people do a lot of shows on, on Facebook live feed shows and stuff. And it's not as personal with, with your fan base. And then, you know, as far as the Spotify links and, and stuff, those are great to get your music out as far as distribution. Mm-hmm. But if you want to help an independent artist out, uh, if you're a fan, uh, go and go and not to Spotify. Uh, I'm not saying not, not go to, but if you want to help, uh, support an artist really financially, buy a CD, buy a hat, buy a t-shirt. Go to a show and buy a ticket, uh, yeah. because the the platforms they don't they don't pay a lot. You know the artists don't. You don't. We don't make a lot of money from the. You know, unless you're you know four or five hundred thousand downloads and uh, you know you're getting numbers like that. You're getting. I mean, it's pennies uh, as far as our copyrights and stuff. But yeah. I would say that uh, you know the real authentic part of it is is go if you want to support an artist, go buy some of their merchandise. Uh, order it online where they're getting the real, you know, the real cash and then making some real profit. Buy a CD, a T-shirt. Uh, I know CDs is still, you know, as old school now. Uh, but that's, <laughs> right. But that's, what, that's really what supports an artist when you show up to their show and buy a ticket. And uh, you, then you go buy a T-shirt or a hat or something, you know. Right. 
So let me ask you this as an independent country music oh, singer. No. Oh. <laughs> did your phone fall? Uh-oh. <laughs> his phone his uh phone may have died. Oh, my bad. All right, so we'll give Ronnie call a moment to see what's going on. Uh, I think he, he may have got a phone call. Dang it, people. He's in a podcast. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> so please, everyone, um, thank you for being a part of Implosion. Um, if you have not, please subscribe to the channel um, without sounding preachy. But basically, 70% of people that watch not just my podcast, but all the podcasts, they are not subscribed. So please take the opportunity so that you can help our algorithm or YouTube's algorithm work with us and, you know, support us. That's all we're asking for. Um, let's see here. We were so close to wrapping it up, <laughs> but I'm away for him because he's a good guy. I, I really appreciate everything. So how's everyone doing tonight in the chat? Just let me know how how is everyone doing tonight? Yay, I appreciate that. Thank you for subscribing. We appreciate it. <laughs> Last time. <laughs> Got it. Uh yeah. Let's go ahead and play uh ronnie call song again because it was it was actually as i say as the kids say the bop no it was actually jamming so we'll give my man some love since he fell out ladies and gentlemen this is the name of the song what i like to do ronnie
Yes, indeed. That was Ronnie Call with What I Like to Do. Well, look, it looked like uh, technology got the best against my friend, but he is on BlastMusic247.com. So you can go there to listen to his music as well as many others. So that is BlastMusic247.com. Definitely check it out. Um, hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that pretty much sums it up. Um Definitely come check me out next weekend, next week, next week, Thursday, 6 p.m. <laughs> uh, Kelsey's not not on the uh, she's not loaded up. So we will definitely see if we can get Kelsey in here sometime because she would be a great. Um, I thank everyone for coming out tonight. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for subscribing. And um Landing the plane, please be kind. Celebrate the difference to make a difference. I love you guys. See you next week. Beep out.